but um and uh and this this felt like a moment to where you need to really reevaluate and ask your doctor if Adderall is right for you because I think it's very possible, Russell. That and I'm not saying that as a slag. I'm saying that also because if you could give me some samples, um, I could also try it and see if Adderall is right for me. Welcome back, everyone, to the Metal Nerdery here in our 33rd floor inverted bunker poon underground studios in lovely in Atlanta, Georgia. We have the Billion. That's me. We have the Russell. Yeah. And we have the Wheeler. And uh, Russell, why don't you tell the good, good listeners in Metal Nerdery land out there uh, what this episode's beer the episode is all right well oh 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 see add ask your doctor if adderall is right for you right. or ritalin or desoxin whatever methamphetamine you need ask your doctor here's russell okay Squirrel. so today or this episode's uh beer of the episode week. <laughs> that's redundant Something. and also redundant. kind of redundant like it's it. redundantly redundant yeah. so the beer of the episode Again, uh, previously we had a Still Fire Brewing uh, beer. Hail to Still Fire! We got another Still Fire Brewing beer because they just make really good fucking beer. Hail to Still Fire! Again. Ooh, uh, Ooh, yeah! Have some, had it with some wolf steak, yeah! This one is called Glory Haze. It is a hazy IPA. Again, purchased because it had a really cool album cover. Yeah, it's got... <laughs> That just cracks me up, but it's you're got, absolutely right. It's the label. It's yeah. the cover. It's the label. It's got a Sasquatch riding a bicycle <laughs> with uh, the little rocket raccoon dude riding on his shoulders. It's the Guardians of the Galaxy. And dude. they're headed to Suwannee, Georgia. And for some reason, there's an alligator with a bit off arm. <laughs> Snapping turtle. It looks kind of pissed off. I don't know. It's just Wait, a, that's a fucking that's a, vulture. There's a lot going on there. Yeah, there's a vulture there. flying over his head. The yeah. gator looks like he's either high or like confused. You know, what the fuck's going on, man? Yeah, he just bit off somebody's arm and he doesn't know why. I got this arm. The hands are kind of clenched yeah. in almost kind of a handy fashion. Like, oh, could, oh, if you can use this. If you go back past the Sasquatch, you got an armadillo on the ground. Uh, what and the fuck's that, he doing? It looks like he's taking a shit. And then a couple squirrels uh, hanging on to the squash, Sasquatch. Fur. Squirrels are just. Look at that. They're just nuts. <laughs> so, hell to the uh, Steel Fire Brewery. Remember, back when every day was filled with wonder, glory, haze IPA captures the flavor of those bygone days with a fresh twist on classic bitter IPAs with aromas of citrus, passion fruit, guava, and even lime. The creamy texture finishes, that sounds gross, with an explosion of juiciness, of course. <laughs> we'll surprise you and delight you with every scum, scrum, diddly, umptious soup. <laughs> Explosion of juiciness. <laughs> Matt, you got Hail. something on your chin. <laughs> Still fire brewing for your brilliant ad copy. And that's our beer of the episode. Okay, so we've been effective now for about two and some change years, and we've referenced the Zeppelin quite a bit. But we've not yet talked about the Led Zeppelin. And I do not think, I think kind of like the conversation with Sabbath, you can't talk about heavy metal without talking about Led Zeppelin as well. True. Definitely. Period the end. Yeah. If if uh, Black Sabbath are the godfathers of heavy metal, well, then Led Zeppelin would be the 
stepdad or or illegitimate uh, now, wait a neighbor down the road. Or- no, wait. We covered this on, <laughs> on the Black Album episode, which you guys need to go check out if you haven't already by the by this time. Because what was it? Led Zeppelin or Metallica was the Zeppelin of metal, right? And then the Black Sabbath was the Beatles of metal, something right? Like that. Is that yeah. what we? As long as we're doing it now, notes, analogies, analogies, yeah. Then that that analogy, analgies. Yeah. It's a new, uh, it's a new cream I'm working on. It actually kind of uh, <laughs> makes it feel better down there. Gross. Anyway, go ahead with your analogy, Russ. Well, I mean, Led Zeppelin had the thundering drummer. You know, the the blonde freaking Viking type vocalist, you know, from Valhalla with the fucking high pitch screams and bass player that was a, you know, musical prodigy. That dude was just a wizard. John Paul Jones is a fucking wizard. He can play every instrument. Yeah. And then you got Jimmy Page, who also a wizard, an atomic blues player. Right. He he took the best elements of blues and made them loud and, and dirty and, you know, but when you put those four elements together and come out with Led Zeppelin, it, it was it was a it was a force. I mean, it, it, it was a it was sonic something force. different. Well, it's yeah. kind of almost like a, if you think about even like Metallica, like when if you think of the Kill 'Em All era of Metallica, you know, James, Cliff, Kirk and Lars, something about that combination of musicians. Right. Because when you think about a band, it's not just one person in a backing band or just, you know, it's the bass player's band or whatever. It's literally like a coalescence of all those different creative forces into one entity. Right. And Zeppelin was absolutely that. Because you could not take any one of those four out and put in a different person and have it be Led Zeppelin. Right. You can't. And it's like trying to replicate the first six of the Sabbath without any of those four members of the Sabbath. You couldn't do it. You right. just can't. From Ze- Zeppelin's early beginnings, or even before, you know, uh, I guess it really all started with the Yardbirds. Jimmy Page's first... Uh, Pre-Zeppelin. With some Jeff Beck in the mix there, too. Yeah. I mean, hell of a lineup in, in the Yardbirds. At one point, it featured Eric Clapton, and I believe Jimmy Page took his place. There was a lot of, like, back then, the Gunslingers, I guess, would have been like the extreme... They were probably like extreme blue shredders. Yeah. Like they were taking blues to like a next level. Well, a lot of these guys were uh, English session musicians. Right on. I mean, Uh, Jimmy Page was a session musician. And John Paul Jones. Right. Yeah. And uh, now I can't remember the name of Plant's previous band before joining Zeppelin. He was always kind of more of a hippie dude. He was, well, he was doing some kind of that doo wop type. uh, they were doing American mushrooms. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, do up with mushrooms, you know, Ooh, it's colorful. Yeah. Well, a lot of love songs. I think the, yeah. the stuff that I first remember seeing on the YouTubes and where they've gone Does back and remember laughter. Yeah. And yeah. gone back and found early, um, Robert plant in the sixties. He was doing more of that kind of American do wop stuff. But well, that was style. the end thing. Yeah. Before we, Proceed just just to give people some some perspective. What was y'all's respective first Led Zeppelin experience? If you can God, recall it, difficult. If it oh, stands man. out, it was my sister's favorite band by far. Oh shit! Oh yeah, uh, Cindy's favorite band. What was, was her Led favorite Zeppelin. album? Do you know, uh, I would say Led Zeppelin three. That's a good one. Which That's is probably really my one. favorite. It's yeah, really hard with Led Zeppelin to pick yeah. a favorite album. I like. I like. I mean. They're, they're kind of like with Sabbath and the first six. It's like yeah. you really can't fuck up with any of them. They're yeah. all fucking quality, but it's like... Yeah. It's, 
Well, they're all different too. Right, exactly. They're individual enough to where it's Which like you can appreciate to, them separately. Yeah, yeah. See, to me, what's like up children, on, what's up on one and two could almost have been a double album. I think they're I, would agree. I think they're really similar. Well, they were so both they were both so bluesy that they yeah. kind of could have fit together like a, like a Now once they got thing. to three, they got more in uh, they added more of that uh kind of folkish uh um, yeah. Well, there's a more texture on that album. Yeah. Definitely yeah. more of an artsy album. Wow. So now we're looking at, uh, was it middlefloss.com, 18 rocking and rolling facts about Led Zeppelin. <laughs> well, by God. And if you'd like to tell us anything about Led Zeppelin, give us a call at 980-666-8182. All right. So I've heard this rumor many a different times of how the name Led Zeppelin came about. Oh, Versus Lead Zeppelin, well, Lead Zeppelin, is that what they were worried about? Do you think they were worried about people calling it Lead Zeppelin? Coming to the main stage, it's Lead Zeppelin. Well, what? Okay. Sounds ridiculous. Page with fellow Yardbirds guitarist Jeff Beck, John Paul Jones, and oh god, Keith Moon was a drummer. Fucking wow. all star cast, bro. All it was star all motherfucking Pete, cast. Uh, you know Keith what? Moon? I didn't know those facts. These are Russell, so I don't. Uh, uh, I didn't know that. But I'm not making but fun now of you. The, um, this is what I've heard, though, that uh, it was either Keith Moon. Yeah, Keith Moon allegedly said that that band would go over like a lead balloon. And that's where the whole name, name evolved the from. origin yeah. story. Yeah. But you know what? I didn't even know. This is how dense I am, okay? I mean, y'all already know it, you guys, and all you listeners out there. You're like, wow, Matt's such an idiot. It's like, yeah, it's true. <laughs> but when I was younger, it took me, I was like, it took me the first two Led Zeppelin albums to realize, oh, they're talking about an actual Zeppelin, which is basically like a blimp. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. So, you know, Led Blimp would have sounded stupid, I think, you know? So it's like, you know, ooh, Z- it took me a while to figure out that, oh, that thing on the fucking album cover that they're named for, that's what they're fucking named for. Right. I just thought they were like, you know, Goodyear enthusiasts. I didn't fucking know. <laughs> See, I learned something new. Spread the word, ladies and gentlemen, about the Metal Nerdery at www.metalnerdery.com because Smell smoke. you can learn a lot of new shit. Look, you can't be smelling smoke if I'm having the stroke, okay? I know that's poetry. <laughs> I thought it was... But, no. Not even. See? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's perfect. We're going to have to blow that one out on this one. <laughs> But that's going to be like the Black Album episode of Not Even. <laughs> that's what it's going to be. <laughs> that's Not stupid. Even. Shut up, Matt. The, Let's get uh, back to that one. Not even. Oh, uh, thank you. <laughs> oh, wait. For one night, they were known as the knobs. knobs. Without a K. Uh, it's the knobs. So Better. I guess their groupies slobbed the knobs afterwards, right? And Am there I right? we go. And thank you. And good night. Uh, John Paul. Do we want to out John Paul Jones? Or John Paul Jones's real name is John Baldwin. Yes, another bald one. The Rolling Stones manager. Phil's going to keep scrolling and not let me read it. Okay. Yep. Well, I mean, Let's we don't it. have to read it. No, we don't read it. Yeah. If we, I mean, if we read everything, it'll be like a 38 and a half hour show. I mean, if y'all are cool with that. that. Nope. I mean, Russell. They recorded their first album in 30 hours. I've got diapers, hours. man, if you're cool with it. <laughs> 30 you, hours. Did you hear me? I don't think he heard me. Call I've, got, I've got diapers. <laughs> I heard you. Okay. <laughs> just, <laughs> just reading just over was, it. Okay. 30 hours? And Paige got paid for the production. Is that correct? No, he paid. Oh, he paid for the. Oh, wow. Okay, so let's put this in perspective. Paige paid for the first album 
1,782 pounds, which was about 4,300 bucks back in the day. The debut album ended up making over, drumroll please, $3.5 million pounds sterling. And which, it took 30 hours. Which is a ridiculous... See, that's where it's like you take Return. your money, you're invested, and boom, we can go buy an island. Yeah. I think well, check that right out. There. So their first album they recorded in 30 hours. Their second album they recorded in eight months. But they were touring, so yeah. I guess that... Yeah. And that, you can really tell they were touring. Yeah. The they were feel playing of a it. lot, yeah. Well, live stuff has a different well, feel than studio stuff. So yeah. I mean, that second album had a very live feel yeah. to it. That's what I said. Quite a, quite a lot. Also, yes. They've been sued for plagiarism a couple of times. Uh, more than a couple. Yeah. Well, Peter Grant, their uh, manager. Genius. Yeah. He was, he, oh, God. He was a mobster. He was a fucking he was mobster. A he was a mobster. He, was, he would strong arm. Uh, monster or mobster? Mobster. Both. With a B. Or both. M-O-B-S-C-E-R. B is in both. Okay. Peter Grant was a mobster. He treated Led Zeppelin uh, the way they should have been treated, which is anybody wants a manager like Golden that. Cow. Yeah. Yes. And he just brutalized venues, record companies. But that's what you want, though. If you're an artist, you need someone in your corner that is going to basically go after every fucking dollar that you are right. worth. And that's they were worth you, every fucking dollar. That's what he got paid for. But yeah. uh, one thing he wouldn't let the record companies do, which they really should have and wanted to do, were to give credits to the original artist when they, on the first printings of Led Zeppelin. It makes Zeppelin you wonder one, why they did not. Peter Grant wanted those to be Led Zeppelin songs. Oh. Those were Led Zeppelin songs. So I can't quit you, babe. He didn't give, I forget, was it Jimmy Reed? I can't remember who the actual no Albert Lee. The original credits the, were for. Yeah, but on the original printings of Led Zeppelin 1 and Led Zeppelin 2. So when, he was literally trying to get them to say, oh, no, these boys wrote that. Yeah. These other fucks didn't write it. Right. Wow. They, they On the original printings of those albums, the original artists who wrote the songs were not credited. It was wow. Led Zeppelin. <laughs> that is... Uh, All songs written and evil, recorded by I Led think. Zeppelin. Really? But that got changed. Those The first few lawsuits uh, yeah. changed that. And then, uh, well, Otis hope, Dixon. And hopefully and, it, give, it gave those folks some compensation and at least remuneration. Willie. Oh, they did. Willie Dixon. Yeah. That's right. Sorry. I, I get them all so many blues names i, I get confused jake combs yeah but uh so they they are now when you buy the Led Zeppelin one album it will have the original. the original yeah Give but that's credit. good though because artists need to get credit for you know where credits do it but to be fair and this is the rub and this is what we see in music and of course metallica has done this with you know noabum stuff which may be where they got the led zeppelin of the 80s influence but i mean were it not for led zeppelin all these other blues artists, artists, artists. Easy for you to say. Thank you for that. <laughs> All these other blues artists wouldn't have gotten the credit for their work because those were their songs. Yes. And well, and it's Led Zeppelin it, executed them and played them flawlessly, but it's like, eh, and you could possibly say a lot of people would have never heard these songs if Led Zeppelin had were it not for them. Led Zeppelin. Right, bingo. Right. Yes, and it's similar to the Metallica doing all the Noabum stuff back in the day. A lot of people wouldn't have heard Angel Witch or wouldn't have heard uh, a Diamond Head. But, and, but you know what's fucked up though? Yeah. I feel like in that sense, I feel like Led Zeppelin would have wanted to be like, you know. Let's publish the names of these. We fucking love these bands. Well, they Let's may publish have. the names of and them. And they may have. But yeah. Peter Grant's like, 
Nope. No, it's money in it for me. If yeah. you guys do it, I don't know if that's how he talks. I think it's well, a pretty think, close impression. When you watch the movie, song uh, remains the same. Song remains the same. Go watch it, stop. and they have each band member's fantasy, right? Like uh, during um, fucking uh, the intro, uh, no quarter, no quarter, uh, dazed and confused. They have Definitely all those little fantasy scenes. What was what was Peter Grant's fantasy fantasy scene? Going in and shooting a bunch of motherfuckers playing poker. Yeah. And ironically, <laughs> it's like a mobster. And ironically, having all the blood spew out of their head. It was water. Multiple color. Yeah. Ooh, or multiple it's yellow colors. and yeah. purple and blue and orange. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. But that talk. just told me a lot about that guy. It was like everybody God, else's so was like, you know, say. Jimmy Page is the guy wielding the sword. And, you know. But if you think about it, he kind of helped to sort of add to that mystique, I guess, in a way of the whole, the whole Led Zeppelin mystique. Yeah. You know, yeah. Innovative tactics were used for a whole lot of love. They used a uh, oh, what the fuck is the name? Theremin. Theremin. That was the name of that instrument. We talked about this on a previous. Yeah, when Jimmy Page was doing that crazy hand shit, that was a fucking theremin. Electric theremin. Which I think I might have to get one of those and invite Tommy Lee over to the house and see if he can make it do interesting shit. That was weird. Sorry, did I go too far? <laughs> that was very weird. <laughs> No, Tommy you don't Lee, need a violin bow. We can put it on your page, and we'll get like a million hits, and people fucking Mel Nervy be a household name. We got four already, and now we're steady, and then I get one, two, three, four. I think that's the on the ocean. Yeah. See, I'm a fucking genius, y'all. I just all I got to do is just speak the words, and it just comes out. There's a note here. It says you can hear phone ringing during the ocean. At 137 to 138, and again at 141. When asked if it was a real phone, Kramer pleaded ignorance, admitting it was possible because the song was recorded in a house, but that he did not hear it at the time of the recording. Jerry, giggity. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to do a Kramer impression. I totally blew it. Totally fucking blew it. They like Tolkien. Well, I think we all know that. You passed something there. It said uh, their manager, P- again, Peter Grant, was against releasing singles. It, his attitude was uh, Led's up on recorded albums. Well, that was the thing back in the 70s, too. It was like album rock. Right. Yeah. Like you literally didn't get singles. You got a whole piece. Yeah. And we've talked about it on this show a lot before where it's like you, you have like a whole. It's not just, you know, oh, is it? This song had a lead hit single on it. No, it's all these songs together coalesce. It's like a book. It's like you wouldn't just release one chapter of an audio book, would you, on a CD single? Hey, listen to this one chapter. So, out of curiosity, because my memory sucks, what's the first track on What's Up on One? Uh, Good Times, Bad Times, I believe. See. Okay. Thank you for that, Billion. And then it goes into Live and Love and Made. No. That no. is on album That's on two. 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 Yeah. Babe, I'm Gonna Leave You. Which was a Joan Baez song. That's um, Ann Bearden. Well, the first version I think yeah. they have of this song being recorded. I don't know if Ann Bearden ever sang it. Joan Baez sang it. I bet she's got a fucking beard, though, you know. Holy shit, man. They wrote the first one. Ann Bearden. Uh, Braden, Braden. Could be French. Braden. There's a, uh, Joan Baez mm-hmm. sings. There's a version of Joan Baez singing that song in 1963. Man didn't know about a rock and roll show. Sorry. He said 1963, and I was just kind of like. And all that jive. Back in 1955. Sorry, go check out our high See, if I were to dive. if I were to line up that album uh, track list, I'm putting yeah. communication breakdown first. I gotta go frost real quick. By God.
I think we ought to get a little. I have a criminally small bladder. I've actually got a urinal out in the car that I keep with me in case I get stuck in like traffic jams. So now I can just like, because it's easier to pee into than like peeing into a bottle. Because I don't know how big most of you men are out there, but it's like I can't really pee into like a regular water bottle. So I need something that's got like a bigger hole. And uh, so anyway, I got this oh, urinal Jesus that I Christ, used to use. dude. I'm just setting it up I for thought you. you had to pee. I do. I was just right. explaining. Why aren't you peeing? I was explaining why I can't piss into a bottle. I mean, I've got a bottle here, but sorry. I'm sorry. I'll be right back. Uh, Bill, can I get another beer from our sponsor of the show? Thank you. How about some uh, communication breakdown there, Mr. Producer? That's my argument that leads up on his heavy metal. That fucking song is heavy metal. just looking so they basically wrote one two three four five of the songs on this album of the nine communication breakdowns the let's up one song how many more times is the let's up one song which surprises me because there are parts of how many more times that are totally from other blues songs that whole oh rose yeah oh girl yeah. that's from an old blues song yeah. i can't quit you baby have you ever heard the original version of that it's really cool. I bet it is. It's it's almost identical, uh, yeah. but it has that wailing, you know, African American blues singer kind of yeah. I bet voice it's really on good. it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's hardcore emotion. Yeah, painful. Yeah, yeah. That's why it's called the blues. Right. So you ba- shook me. Babe, I'm one. gonna leave you. That was originally credited as traditional. Traditional. Yeah, I don't think that's the name of a person. Maybe it's the name of a person in 2021, but no, back in the I, no, 60s. No, what they're saying, it was originally was credited as traditional, meaning it was, uh, what do you call that, public? Public domain. Yeah. Public domain, yeah. yeah. Kind of like I'll Fly Away or, you know, those old hymns and, and old gospel songs. Oh, people, like where if someone's passed, it's like, okay, now you, you can, can do, do it. it. It's yeah. like, you don't owe them any money. Yeah. Fuck them. You can do whatever you want to do. Just now, go there, do it. There is a version you can find on YouTube of Joan Baez singing, Babe, I'm Going to Leave You at some college back in the early 60s. And she sings it in that really kind of churchy, high-pitched voice is kind of annoying. That song that song is so cool, though, because it's got like that melodic aspect, and it's kind of, there's a certain heaviness to it. But how, okay, what we didn't cover, we were reading some factoids and bullshit. What did this album debut? How did it do? I, that's what I, I don't think they got great reviews when they first come out, did they? I think they were kind of. Did people shit all over them about the Stealing Blues stuff? No, I just think the just... critics just didn't like them because it was shortly after the Beatles and, you know, it was. Thank you, sir. Yeah, might as well. I mean, I may be wrong. It's showing pretty good positions on the 
on the charts. But you know how it is. The minute you get any kind of success, people come out of the woodwork and they're fucking assholes. They're, they're yeah. like, oh, the haters come out. Well, I don't think anybody took them serious when they first come out. And they, do you think? they had no idea what was about to happen. You know what I mean? I mean well, and at that time, I mean, all you really had was contemporary music and then you had the blues. And of course, the blues probably was... The analogy, I guess, for us, or the analogy, as Russell mentioned earlier. Anology. Anology. is kind of like how thrash is. It's kind of like all the Nuovum shit that became thrash. It was so underground, nobody knew about it. Yeah. So in that way, and now that whole Metallica is the Led Zeppelin of the 80s, that all makes sense now. Because Metallica did with Nuovum shit what Zeppelin did with blue shit that nobody knew about. Because remember, in the 60s, you had no internet, you had no Facebook, you had no IG, you had no social media. You couldn't just punch in two words into a search engine and know everything about the fucking world. You had to actually well, dig in paper. And back then, they they could just play whatever they wanted and well, you, say yeah. it was there. You had the Beatles, right? You yeah. had the Stones. Right. Right. That was uh, your big markers there. You had your monkeys. True. What, the Trogs? The Who? Kinks. All Who? blues, all blues bass, though. Yeah. All very much blues bass. Who credence? Fucking love credence. I'll always goes great with relaxers. By I the way. love credence. Uh, but I mean, you had the basis, of, uh, even fucking uh, Zappa. Yeah. But all that shit was based in blues. I mean, it's like yeah. Ultimately, blues was kind of like the Nuovum of the '60s. But it seemed like Zeppelin <laughs> kind of took that, made it a little bit louder, heavier, heavier, Intenser. louder. Yeah. Um, well, they gave it production quality, which is exactly a whole did. different direction. It was still blues based, but it was a whole different direction. Zeppelin kind of took the, the Beatles and the Trogs and the. Right. Uh, and just made it louder and more sonic. They I gave guess. it more balls. And yeah. a lot of those balls are very much dedicated to John so I, I'm not going to lie. I, I don't like anything by the Rolling Stones. I can't think of one song I actually like by yeah, the Rolling Stones. Right. I can but, appreciate them musically for what they did, but it's like for me, they're definitely not my cup of tea. Right. But Zeppelin. Uh, the Who. The Who had some stuff. I'm still not a big fan, but I can see their influence on punk and some really, you know, with breaking the guitars and it was uh, aggro for its time i mean but zeppelin was kind of that full package they were kind of like i know this is going to sound weird but they're kind of like the metallica of the 70s (laughs) i thought you were going to say the fucking black album of the 70s no that's what led zeppelin (laughs) 4 was no (laughs) (laughs) boom i would argue that would be physical graffiti but you think no no you're right probably four yeah no, or was four like their puppets? Master. Yeah, four. Okay, wait a minute. So That's what, what I was about to say. God, our analogies are getting so <laughs> over fucking well, Wait a minute. You're not going to tell me that In Through the Outdoors is Zeppelin's Black Album, are No, you? that's their load or reload. <laughs> <laughs> Mark the time there. Coda, uh, Coda would be, no. Coda's like outdoor. their Garage Inc., uh, I think. Because Coda was like an EP after the fact, you know, Bonham died and they had to put out one more thing. I honestly and, really like In 3 Outdoor. I thought it was a great album. I like it for what it's it is. It's one that's got it's, 10 years gone, right? That's on Physical Graffiti. What? Wait a minute. Let's let Billiam decide it. Hello, welcome back to Led Zeppelin Trivia. We're trying to find out if no, 10 in years the gone. In the light. That's what I'm that's thinking That's also of. on Physical Graffiti. No. They both can't uh, be is. on there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but no. I can't uh, remember. Wait a minute. Wait, wait. Yeah, Hold on. Look. Wait. Before you scroll down. Before you scroll down. Yep. What do, I, what do I win if I'm right? <laughs> Wait, a I got to know. No, I've already got so beer. What, do, what else do I win? All right, in the light. Okay, not in the light. In the evening. That's Maybe. what I'm thinking. Okay, yeah. That's, that's totally on the three of the outdoor. And 10 years gone. And I'm right. Thank you. Just say it. 
Matt's right.com. Matt's right.com hashtag core. Boom. That's the Down new by core. the seaside is. No, in through the outdoor. What's on there? God damn it. <laughs> Neither of those two songs. Well, shit, in the evening. Okay. That's a good one. What did y'all think? Full in the rain. What did y'all think song. when you first. Okay. My, my favorite song, probably off of, of uh, Into the Outdoor, has got to be Carousel Ombra. That's a good one. I like In the Evening. Just for funsies. To fuck wow, we're so out of order on this shit. I know, but just for fun, just to give people an idea, because I do remember hearing Carousel Ombra on the radio. Billiam, could we hear a little bit of Carousel Ombra? And remember, keep in mind, this is from the very last Led Zeppelin record. So if you think about all the things that Led Zeppelin did through the 70s and even through the late 60s, this was probably their more kind of like progressive moving pictures popish. That's very pop. This was about as pop as they got. But I really always dug the song. All My Love was a great song, too. Yeah. This one just rocked. It's 10 minutes long, too. Oh, and geez. a half. It's a good frost song. going on back there like that bass yeah, a lot of keyboards I'm gonna have to say I'm not a fan of this not one. a fan of the keyboards it was more it's kind not, of progressive I mean it's a longer song there's keyboards it's definitely more pop and you can tell that they've changed a ton yeah right but how can you not I mean once you become like ultra uber millionaires yeah, I'm not and saying you dominated the landscape I'm not saying you shouldn't change the landscape that's evolve, right as you say it yeah evolve lies was this not your favorite record or not no. on your list no, it wouldn't be on my list. Was there any songs off this one? See, for me, that song was like the redeeming song for this album. Yeah. But for me, this album was kind of, I don't want to say, we can concur with Russell when he comes back from Frosting, but I almost kind of feel like this might be their black album in a way. Because, I mean, think about it. Late 70s, they'd already done all the bluesy no. shit. They'd already done all the other stuff. No, it can't be um, that because the black album is, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Summary. Is like the whole thing, <laughs> right? It's, you know... <laughs> Where everybody likes them. Right. There's a ton of hits on the album. So then which do you think if you had Or to pick it can one? mean that as some people say, the sellout album. Right. Right. But this one was definitely it was not bluesy. It was not necessarily heavy. I mean Carousel Ombra was a different it was more like a deep cut tune, which, you know, we're all everybody in Metal Nerdery Land understands that we love the deep cuts because those are not things that you normally hear. But something about like Carousel Ombra was the one song that stood out because the rest of them all seemed way too poppy. And I mean, they were still Zeppelin and it was still cool, but it was kind of eh, not really my thing. Now, what did you think about Presence? I think that was kind of the last one for me. Well, did you have a favorite on that one? Let me see. For me, T for One was probably like the, the standout, but that was more kind of like the deeper, darker, again, almost 10 minutes long, crazy stuff. Achilles Last Stand was fun. That was yeah. very fast. Yeah, I yeah. like that one. Should we have yeah. a bit of that one? Sure. You want to go in reverse, and when Russell comes in, he'll be confused as fuck, won't he? Russell's going to be confused. H-A-S-M-R. Almost said H-R-A-S-M-R. Hey, Russell, I'm not trying to mess you up or anything, but I feel like we're uh, we're almost doing Zeppelin in reverse, if you can believe it. Oh. You know what? It, it's Look, folks, this is the evolution of Metal Nerdery Podcast. We're going in reverse and doing shit backwards now. Achilles Last Stand. Oh, that's a good one. Presence. Yeah. 
think we got to hear that climb at the chorus. <laughs> Russell's about to say something, so you can fill in until we get to the climb. Well, it's so quality. I we don't have to do that. I'm just kidding. This uh, presence was probably maybe physical graffiti. What are you? The, when What's Robert's voice kind of changed, like changed how? Like deeper? Yeah. He it's or, still it's still high and it's yet. still good, but it's not that refined is the word you're looking for. Not deeper because it didn't get deeper, but it got more kind of in control. Like well, he learned how to control those. But he didn't go after those notes like he did on "Since I've Been Loving You." And, oh, the super high, yeah, really powerful that, emotional shit. Yeah, it was like it, I don't know I, that scream in Cashmere uh, is pretty. Fucking that was badass. pretty good. Yeah. yeah, but I think he learned control. I think he figured yeah. out like where his range is and like okay. I, because the shit from like since I've been loving you, which actually we could do that one. What's the one on that? Happy with that one. Such a good one. But yeah. but oh, the power behind that though, I mean, it's like that was like out of control. That's like real legit fucking heartfelt blues. But I know what you mean, Russell, because there were moments about that- uh, even on uh, Houses of the Holy, uh, and the song remains the same. The song, right at the end where he does that. Yeah, like that real but that's high. control that yeah. he he learned at that point his range because the early albums he was just blasting out whatever he could do, kind of like Hetfield did with like right. super fucking fast right hand, and then it's like okay, let's find the sweet spot. But I think exercise I, a little control and some. I think a part of that comes from ability though, because once probably I mean once I got through and through the outdoor, all my love and all that, he wasn't going there anymore. But but admit either. it. When when you learn what your strength is, then you say, okay, I can do it, yeah, tastefully. Like for example, you might make, and I'm I'm equating food here just because I've been drinking alcohol all morning for breakfast. So now at this point, I got to reference food. But when you actually make food, it's like you know I want to put all this spice in there, all this, and it's like I love jalapenos, but maybe just a little jalapeno. You don't need all the jalapeno. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like the same with Robert Plant's yeah, voice. You don't it. need all the fucking screamo all the time. Just every now and well, then you can do it and it's potent. I mean, the difference from what we just heard right. this is just... It's night and day. Right. I can't quit you, babe. Fucking bass carries this song. That groove. He's right there with John. You can tell that John is beating the shit out of Oh, excuse me. He's right there with Bonham. Yeah. I guess I got to put you down. Eighth grade, I had a friend named Dave Shaddix. I'll go ahead and say his name. I hadn't heard from him in years. Don't know whatever happened to him. He went to, uh, I guess, Wilbur Middle. Or, we, or no, we all went to Sweetwater. But going to ninth grade, I remember he went, to, Middle School, <laughs> he went to Sweetwater Middle School. He went to Meadow Creek. Anyway. That's creepy as fuck. His parents were hippies, right? That's like big time awesome hippies. Fuck. And he lived right. off Beaver Ruin Road somewhere. And he had this room, like his bedroom. But then there was a door. And I remember houses used to be built like this, where they had a door that went into the attic. Like it was like a short door. Oh, like a, a I know yeah. what you mean. Like an yeah. upstairs kind of room. And it's kind of like, you know, it's like the rec room. And it's like there's a little bitty door and you go through. And it's like insulation and wood. Well, no, his was finished out. 
and it was nothing but the Zeppelin and uh, whatever black light posters, the, oh, shit. the felt posters. So all a great place to do drugs, basically. Right, okay. and he had gotcha. his system in there, and you, we would. You said something about this guy before, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we would go in there and fire up uh, weed, yeah. or relaxers, relaxers. Sorry. Okay, yeah, and he would put on the Zeppelin, and and just with the black lights, just. You know, Zeppelin three, Zeppelin two. It didn't matter what it was. It was always Zeppelin. But it, I just remember that room was the coolest freaking room in the world with a with a black light on and his posters. I have to interject, and yeah. and I know Billy's tentacles are already all over the fucking road. But my favorite Zeppelin memory, because I love Zeppelin, and of course we all love Zeppelin. We've listened to Zeppelin countless times. But my favorite Zeppelin memory is at Billiam's house, enjoying some bowls of relaxer. And watching the song remains the same. The movie Fruit Loops, and becoming fully Asianized, <laughs> and by that I mean literally, I was high as a kite on a satellite. Word, that was a long time ago. Yeah, just just for that, I know we're way out of order. We're putting this on Shufle as shuffle for the fancy people. Can we hear Billiam? The song remains the same. The title track. Yeah. Because that's a good high energy. As an opener, it's a killer opener, which I'm sure we probably referenced on prior episodes, I'm sure. But for whatever reason, that one, just the way to, to open Houses of the Holy after Led Zeppelin 4, it's fast So as he means, you mean the song. The song, remains the title, the, the titly track. But that's not the title track, because the album's Houses of the Holy. Am I right? Title track of the movie. Oh, Boom. there we go. I'm still right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> It's awesome. It's like Geezer. You really filled it out. (laughs) I play guitar down to my knees. Actually, you know what? I think Jimmy Page actually played guitar lower than Slash or Hetfield. Russell, can we get a judgment? Care to weigh in? I feel like he did. I feel like he played with his guitar way lower. Oh, yeah. Down below the knees. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how that isn't, Wait. Yeah. Isn't that a Zeppelin Zepp- song? <laughs> Down below the knees. Sorry, I was doing the Robert Plant snap. I can't That's right. Do it. Bill can do it. Awesome. I can't fucking do it. The snap. So Zeppelin 1 came out in January of 69, and Zeppelin 2, I think, was December, uh, October of 69. Back in the days when bands could actually do multiple albums in a year. See also it's Black still Sabbath. Tour. Yeah, because they were, wait for it, legendary. What's your favorite track off Zeppelin 2? Oh, Zeppelin Dose? Fucking A, man. Mine's got to be Ramble on. No, okay. Oh, that's such a or bring song. it on home. But those two are my favorite. Okay. Ramble on. I kind of feel like I don't oh, want to. I, I like um, what is and what should never be, too. That's a good one, like too. That one. That's a good one. 
Don't y'all kind of... This is good uh, relaxer music. Don't y'all kind of feel... I totally agree. Don't you kind of feel like, though, that Zeppelin kind of gets... I kind of feel like every Zeppelin album kind of gets the Rain and Blood treatment. Meaning, if you say, what's your favorite song? Yeah. Sorry. It, yeah. Any of them is fine. Yeah. And you can... It's fine. This so is it's, a good... Um, you know, it came out in October. It's a good fall album. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. You know? Zeppelin... To me, Zeppelin and Sabbath are, are both that way. They're very much good too. Yeah, that's a good one too. <laughs> they're they're <laughs> fall. Yeah. They're like fall October albums, and they are totally fucking relaxer albums. A whole lot of us a great song. I have personally played and sang that yeah, song a thousand a times. times. Yeah, yeah. We even did it back in the right. day. We would just you goof know, off with yeah. it. Yeah, it's like damn, man. You know what though? The first thing I actually heard on that, I, I ramble fun, on. Fun story. A cool song. Yeah, it's a great song. I think the first song I heard on that that really blew my mind, I mean, all, obviously it was Zeppelin, it was quality, but the one that did it for me was Bring It On Home, especially when it kicked in. a great in. riff. Because holy shit, man, when that kicks in, that's just like... That's a great riff. So Willie Dixon, he gets some... That beginning some part, love, I'm sure. Some love for Bring that. You, don't you know, at that point, I think with all those other writing credits, I have a feeling that's probably gotcha. like arrangement. Yeah. It's got to be arrangement and probably like. Well, if they took some parts the of it, they got to give them. You know, but they might have taken Willie Dixon as the bass and used his song as the bass of it, but then well, yeah. Led Zeppelin that, that whole beginning part. Shit to that it. whole beginning part is probably Willie Dixon. Yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah. the way it goes into it, it's fucking badass. It's like that's probably a killer. We need to do a killer closer episode. I don't know if we've done it yet. Have we done one yet? Oh, we, no, we haven't done one of those. Yeah. That's a good idea. Okay, right on. See, I'm I'm a fucking genius, man. I put this I mean, shit. I wouldn't go that far, but it's a good idea. I think Bill's wrong, but I think I am a genius. But I th- I'm going to put that in the show notes so I can reference it when I'm too relaxed out to pay attention. Word. Bring it on home. What's up on two ASMR? And he's singing through the harmonica on the, this beginning part. That's why it sounds so weird. Oh, really? Yeah, he's got it. Harmonica singing ASMR. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> or at least that's a rumor I heard. It's probably true. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or dick. Wait for him. Watch out. Watch out. Watch out. What? <laughs> this makes it all worthwhile right here.
Sounds like sticks. Yeah. Yeah. A full rhythm section too. It's Jimmy Page production. He, he's a good producer. Uh, the, the way he layers the guitars a little bit over, panned on the left ear. You yeah, know. but not even that. But I mean, it's like, wait a minute, not even, not even. Not even. Thank you for that. <laughs> but it's just the fullness. It's kind of like the way Sabbath was. It's like it's just the fullness. Those <laughs> market dude. Thank you. <laughs> but it's like those three things together, like between you know. Bob plants vocals and the bass and the drums and the guitar. It just kind of makes it, it sounds bigger than it is. Yeah. Which is exactly how my penis is. Bigger than it is. <laughs> Fuck it. My, my dick is Led Zeppelin. Boom. Matt's dick is Led Zeppelin core. <laughs> Not even. <laughs> no tab message. Exactly. Tomorrow. Oh, that's yeah. a good relaxer one. Yes. Take my it's on the. It's on the same plane as. It's to a castle. I will. Planet take. Caravan. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah, Indeed. Got that. I would concur. Melanus. Until. Right. Sorry, I went into the solo too soon. That's a good one too. That's that's. If you're listening, it's the long. This part. is dedication for what is and what should. That's part be. of that song. Like, yeah. I'm doing a horrible impression. I think Billy Williams about to wreck him five minutes. Here it comes. Wait for it. Here it is. Yes, the best part. That was good. Can't be loud enough. This song's or this album really has got nineteen early seventies written all. Oh over, yeah, you know? even though it was yeah. even this though was it was like late late sixties, sixty nine. Right? Yeah. yeah, but it's got that seventies kind of vibe. Yeah, if it I've got a seventies playlist, 70s, yeah. Zeppelin and Sabbath are both, and well, and Kiss too, but but no. mainly Kiss also. Not even. See, I was a Nazareth fan. They would have been on mine. They would too. Yeah, I like that. But that's the thing. Seven, there's there's just something about the seventies, man. It's like if I could get in a fucking time. Something and, about seventies, man. Okay, Fuck Russell. Yeah, dude. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, let it be known. And Russell's referenced this on a prior episode. He's working on some time machine relaxers. <laughs> when he gets those perfected, you know, like he's, the COVID vaccine, we're gonna go back in time and we're gonna go watch concerts <laughs> in the fucking seventies. Yeah. You know, when it's perfected and it's yeah. absolutely. 
effective and it's 100% works and there's no fuck ups and it's no bullshit when yeah. he gets it all completely 100% absolutely perfected with no side effects <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. just said that <laughs> we're gonna go back and watch Zeppelin in the 70s I'm just saying oh my god saying. sorry did I get too did I get too political y'all like call I'm... us let us know it's 6 or, no it's not 678 not even it's 980 leave us a voicemail God, that was fucking painful. Sorry, oh, I know. I'm just pissed off. I need to get laid, I guess. I guess right. jerking off's not doing it anymore. And then a year later, Zeppelin 3. Zeppelin 3 comes out. Zeppelin 3 was radically different. 70. Would y'all agree that that was radically different than the first dose? I would say, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I think they got a little flack for it. But really? Why? I loved it. Nice. Well, because it was completely different. Oh, yeah. Everybody's Ooh. expecting Ze- right on. Zeppelin 3 we to be. We want the same thing. We're right robots. Zeppelin we like 2. This. Right. So. See, for me, it was different, I guess, with the acoustic stuff, but it's almost like looking back, it's, I think it's probably my favorite. I think I mean, this I like, is the one. I like four and I like House of the Holy, but this one's probably my favorite. Well, they added the, God, I don't progressive. know. Progressive. Yeah, progressive kind of element. Well, the Viking element. Well, I mean, too. The, yeah, immigrant uh-huh. song. Uh, okay, that's heavy metal. Uh, immediately, the first song on the fucking atone. Right. It was heavier, though, like out on the tiles. And since I've been yeah. loving you, I mean, that shit's fucking heavy. Yeah, but there was a lot of folky. Yeah. Tangerine, Gallows Bowl. Which are Gallo's bad-ass songs. Yeah, they're great yeah. songs. Yeah. Uh, that's the way. way. Oh, that's a yeah. good one. That's a good yeah. one, too. Brian Yarstomp. Again, I, I think with Zeppelin, you can almost take any song and it doesn't matter because, because the whole album is as good as it is. Yeah. Any song you take to sample is a quality song. And so there are no other credits on this album. This is a pure list. They have well, a couple of traditional. Well, off to Roy Harper, yeah. it looks like, and Gallows Pole is yeah. traditional. Which we should, be, we should be building some Gallows Poles, y'all. Maybe y'all don't think so. I kind of feel like they're due. Yeah. Um, Since I've been loving you, is a badass. Yes, yeah. let us. It's good. Can, um, can we hear uh, a little the, bit of that? The, the, First note of that song is awesome. It's just transcendental. Guitar mastery. It's transcendental. That's what it is, ladies and gentlemen. You can hear the squeak of the bass drum pedal. Yeah. You hear the squeak? Snap signs and a picture. Tell us about it, Bobby. Tell that bitch what's up. Fucking around, 
Do what I could. Oh, yeah. So quality. Yes, sir. Can we counter that by hearing a little bit of Out on the Tiles? I'm sure our metal fans are like, why are they playing Led Zeppelin, man? They're not fucking metal. Have you heard Out on the Tiles? It's fucking metal. <laughs> Is it not? Am I wrong? Prove me wrong. Nasty groove. It's a weird guitar tone. Yeah, it, it really is. Yeah. He played so many strange guitars when they recorded too, like different amps and guitars. He was a big fan of those. What were those fucking Supro? The plastic guitars. Um, God damn. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about, but I can't articulate if I. I can't remember the name of them. They were ugly as hell. Okay, he, he qu- quick them. interjection here. If you boys had to pick your personal favorite Led Zeppelin album, your your Desert Island Zeppelin album, if you had to pick one, Uno, only one, not Dos, Uno. Russell, what would be your pick? Oh, man. Fuck. If you had to pick just one. Wow. That's tough. Subject, change, subject to change prices. Yeah, man. I mean, as much as I love Depends three and four, it's probably Houses of the Holy. Really? Depends on what mood you what about you? So for you, it's mood or yeah, mood? Yeah, for sure, because they're so de- like... Yeah. What's your best all-purpose Zeppelin album? That's a better question. I like so many songs on so many albums. Yeah. It's hard but you can't to, pick one? Uh, shit. It, it would have to be... I guess, do you think it's... It'd have it's, to be one or three. I but I also like her. four and physical graffiti. Totally. Yeah, yeah physical agreed. Graffiti I mean, so one of my good. favorites. Yeah. And there's Russell, a, Russell, what's your all of good songs on that? It's either Houses of the Holy or Physical I love three, but front to back, like song, see, like, like Houses of the album. Holy, Houses of the Holy could carry me because it's got, it's got the blues. It's got everything. It's got the upbeat and it's got the fucking rain song, which I think is just a masterpiece. And it's it, got, it is. It's got yeah. no quarter. Yeah, no, no quarter. Yes. Can we yeah. please? Yeah. <laughs> and then, I feel like we have to. Well, we will. Obviously, Just I know we will. Hold your fucking horses. I'm sorry. But fucking physical graffiti. I mean, in my time of dying, trampled underfoot. I mean, physical graffiti did have an, a lot extra. And of course, being a double album, that yeah, was that a helped. blessing for sure. Black country woman. There's there's nothing. Okay. You know what? We we have Kashmir, to. Y'all know, y'all know we have to play black country woman so people understand the not even reference, right? Not even. It's <laughs> <laughs> a thing. You're a dick, and I love you for doing that. Thank you. <laughs> and now y'all about y'all about to go to school. You about to get are we rolling, Jimmy? Jimmy, are we rolling? Not even. Thank you for that. Okay. Uh, so is that the one you want to hear? Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, any of them are good, but that one, I love that one, and I love that one especially when the drums kick in because it's just so angry and like it's heavy as shit to be an acoustic song. That's a heavy acoustic song. Can we agree on that? Not even. Thank you for that. 
got to get this airplane on. Not even yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never gets old ASMR. Not even. <laughs> hey, hey, mama. I think that's probably my favorite song on, well, it is and it isn't. I mean. There's a lot of good ones on that one. In the Light. In the Light. It's a good one. Ten Years Gone. Ten Years Gone's great. Yeah. Ten Years Gone's one of my favorites. Ca- sure. I mean, obviously Cashmere. Cashmere. That song is. Yeah. Cashmere's definitely very Trampled proggy. underfoot. Kind of had a little bit of that disco feel, though. That swing to it. Uh. Ooh, fucking Boogie with Stew. Just because yeah. it's got boogie in there. In my time of dying, bluesy as hell. There's so much. Yeah. I mean, there's so much good stuff. I mean, custard pie is awesome. Custard pie is a killer opener too. We're absolutely brutalizing our metal fans right now. Let's. Uh, I don't think so. You think? I don't think so. I think we ought to give them the metal Zeppelin. Metal Zeppelin. What would that yeah. be, Russell? Well, from each album, they always had a song that was, you know, immigrant song. Obviously, uh, that's definitely on three. I mean, there's Vikings. Yeah. I mean, Behemoth <laughs> appreciates that. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Well, have you seen the beginning of Ragnarok, the Thor movie? Uh, I have not. Uh, there's a whole scene with him fighting a demon uh, to the soundtrack of... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's awesome. I mean, look at Zeppelin Four. I mean... Okay. The only song that I don't like on this album is rock and roll because I've heard it 1,800 1,800 million, million fucking thousand fucking billion times. Give us number eight. Oh man, such a, a good drum. Yeah. Okay, quick question before you play number eight. Do y'all think 
I gotta say it. It's an analogy. I gotta say it. He's doing an it's analogy. An analogy. I can tell. Get ready. An analogy. <laughs> Whenever he says the author, Metallica or the Black Album. Is okay. Do you think that Zeppelin Four is their Black Album, or do you think Zeppelin Four is their Puppets? Well, neither think, one of those albums existed when Led Zeppelin Four came I, out. So, in terms of analogies, if you had Zeppelin's to fit it, fourth. <laughs> But if you, if you had to, okay, so is Zeppelin's Justice? Is that what you're saying? Okay, so House of the Holy is Zeppelin's Black Album, right? If you had it doesn't to, doesn't have to one, be the next one. Well, no, but I'm saying because of the acceptance of Zeppelin's four, Zeppelin's four, it was Zeppelin's four, a super popular uh, commercial album for them. So, do you yeah, think it's yeah. their Moving Pictures and not their Black Album, or do you think it's both their Moving Pictures and their Black Album? Answer carefully. My Think about it. I don't care about your I balls. Think I sat on my balls. Thank you. I mean, I, I appreciate that your balls hurt because they're balls and they do hurt. I think I sat on them. <laughs> Yeah, that's what happened. But don't you think though it was like their most mainstream one, or do you think that was like their most like dark horse record? I think this is this is their most most popular for yeah. sure. Yeah. So if if you're talking about popularity, yes. it would be the black album. If right. you're talking about the like one of their best substance it would have to be puppets or justice so it's yeah. both depending three. on what you so it's like both three okay boom both three if is you're talking about core. the quote-unquote sellout not it, sellout because they it's never not were because well, nobody not, cared about yeah, that but a lot then. of pe- right but if you're if you have to compare the shit matt then, <laughs> that's, then that's what i'm saying <laughs> Well played, William. That's when the lever breaks. They took the drums and put them in a stairwell to record this. Okay. They fucking nailed it. That's why there's so much reverb. Memphis Minnie and Kansas Joe and McCoy. Kansas, Kansas Joe McCoy. Turn that back up, Billy. That's yes, right. harmonica adds a different dimension doesn't it yeah yeah i never knew so much what's going on with the guitar there either there's a lot yeah, of finger it's kind of a busy there. yeah busy roof oh yeah i never realized that either it's a lot of yeah i always just thought it was yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. The Battle of Evermore, that's a killer song. Yeah. I mean, everything on there. We should hear a few seconds of the Battle of Evermore. And, uh, I mean, it's like Tolkien metal. That's one that's got the Going to California, Four Sticks, Misty Mountain. I mean, side two is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. They just, they they had a tendency to be able to create like a vibe. Like every album had its own kind of pocket, Mm. you know? This is their back in black. Ah. That's a. Yeah. That's a good one. I mean, it's kind of it also even starts means, out with Black Dog. It's so it's back like Black Album. Wait a minute, Kim Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's back in Black Album Core. Him do not the power of Satan. Uh, I'm telling you, it's back in Black Album Core. Yeah, 
Uh, I feel like, can we, Billy, can we hear a little bit of Black Dog? I know we've played the very, very intro whenever we've been talking about Piper, but thank you for that. Hey, hey, Mama said the way you move gonna make you sweat, gonna make you groove. sound of this album is big yeah like live. black and black yeah. is you know what i'm saying sounds very live oh yeah the mix and everything is very nice uh, very nice hopefully it's because they're listening to some context i'm sure a lot of them understand like the black dog reference and the not even reference but yes the four six good jam right there There's got to be a stoner version of this out there somewhere. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Top ten or better internationally. Yeah, number Most one in top the US. five or better. Actually, fuck top three or better. I think this one just blew people's minds completely all over the globe. Twenty three times platinum in the U.S. Wow! Holy <laughs> shit! I mean, okay, fuck. platinum is a million. million records. That's a lot, and that's I, a lot of records. I, I kind of feel like that number is grossly understated. I don't know what year that's from. That or the media is completely full of shit. Because I remember at one point that there had been some note like they'd sold like over 100 million records or something like that. I well, we know what sold. Yeah, I wouldn't surprise Sold me. that album. Or unless they're counting records as singles the instead of albums. only seven-minute song they, they would play on the radio for years was do, Stairway do, to Heaven. Do, I was going to say, do we have to... Yeah, we, no, we don't. No, we don't. How about a little ballad? We don't Everybody have to do knows. shit. Everybody knows. Can we hear like 30 seconds of the ballad evermore? Everybody knows it. Just because... I like the girl's voice in that one. Uh, Bill. That was the prequel to Battle of I got to more. see uh, Page and Plant with Tomas. Uh, 88. Oh, cool. No, it was after that. It was in the 90s. I want to say 95-ish. Well, you know, Jimmy like Page put out that Outrider album in 88. Oh, this was, this was, like was Page and record. Plant. Okay. And they had a... I think they had a African-American a girl band. playing drums, maybe. It was badass. Uh, wasn't John Paul Jones on bass, but he was a badass, whoever he was. But they did a lot of Zeppelin. To me, this is like Zeppelin's Planet But they did man. this, and they had this Indian girl come out and sing, and she was amazing. Would you concur, Billion? It's there, for sure. Yeah. The queen of visual. Yeah. Very visual. I didn't, you 
know, when I was a teen, I didn't much like this song. Just yeah, I didn't either. Soft or whatever. But yeah. as I've gotten older, yeah, it's, it's definitely a soft intro. Yeah. You grow an appreciation. Yeah. For it. yeah. Well, exactly. that's where you kind of see like Zeppelin has like the textures and stuff like that. Well, what was funny is when Tomas and I went and saw Page and Plant. I think that was the first concert I pretty much sat just about the entire show because like we just ha- sat and enjoyed it. Yeah. We had a nice balcony kind of seat, like r- looking right over the stage. Yeah. I just wanted to watch the show. the show. Yeah. As you should, yeah. as yeah. you should. And, and we were on the front row of our little section. So nobody was standing in front of us. So it was just like, you could just sit there and chill and yeah. watch a show. Nice. And it, it was like that. It was, you know, we've been so many thrash shows where you get up and go nuts and all that stuff where, this was just kind of a chilled vibe. But there's a difference when that kind of vibe yeah. where it's like you just want to enjoy the music and being performed. And they had a bit of a symphony. It might have been like a 10-piece kind of orchestra there. and A lot of, uh, they would switch out from like, I would say like India instruments, like uh, sitars like sitar. and, and, and sticks and You mean percussion. like the electric guitar, man? You know, India, they only use Stratocasters over there. I don't know if y'all know that, but they're big Stratocaster fans over there in India. But but different strange string instruments and stick, right. like percussive instruments and stuff. Unorthodox It was, it was really perhaps. cool. Yeah, yeah, it was a really neat setup. I, I enjoyed that show a lot. I remember that. William. What's, what's your favorite one on this one? On the four? Yeah. Oh, fuck. That's hard. See... I don't want to say, well, I don't, uh, okay, mark, mark the time. I know you got it. Okay. <laughs> it is hard. It is definitely hard. St- I mean, stairway is kind of a, I don't, I know that's like the canned answer, but that's kind of the, it's got all, it's got everything. It's Ooh. still one of my favorite songs of all time. I don't get sick of stairway. Even yeah. if I hear it on 96 rock and satellite radio and I heart radio now, it's like, even if I hear it on the radio, I still listen to it. I still like I it. I sing along with it. And I enjoy if, the guitar. But if so I had I, to pick yeah. a song, see, for me, it's either Stairway or Battle of Evermore because that vibe, that's the album cover. That's the, to me, that's Led Zeppelin 4. For me, no. Uh, no? no? For me, it's either Misty Mountain Hop or When the Levee Breaks. That's not too. I was going to say Levee Breaks. Say, Misty Mountain there, When the Levee yeah. Breaks is the number three for yeah. me. It's just cool yeah, as shit. It is. <laughs> it just, it's, one of, it's like ACDC. That song it, has just, swagger. It just makes you want Swagger, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's got just, swagger. You know, makes you, as you would say, it makes you want to tap your foot. Yeah. When, when the Levee Breaks is my number three. Like, the Battle of Evermore and Stairway, th- those are kind of like, that's Led Zeppelin four to me. I think Stairway is probably my favorite, but I'm going to say Misty or Levy or, or uh, Tied for two. <laughs> tied for both. Tied for both. What about, I, I think for Houses, for me, it's got to be No Quarter. Yeah, it, the whole thing's yeah. good, but it's like for me, no quarter is like the essence yes. song. Yeah, and if we could hear a little bit of that, Billiam, that would be you would God, be a that's blessing. Such a good album too, though. There's too much good shit on there. Yeah. Oh, that keyboard. Over the hills and far away is a great song. It's also quality. We'll go see that one next. The ocean. Bam, bam, bam. Yeah, that's. Got four already, and now we're steady, and then I came one, two. This is all about the vibe ASMR. Yeah, I think this would be my island. Desert Island album. Desert Island album. I think it has to be. It's just so creepy and beautiful. I mean, dancing days. Oh. 
That shit is so good, man. Oh, let, let it go at least with the first verse. <laughs> let it ring out. This is Mark Potterson. This is my favorite song by Led Zeppelin, ASMR. Close the door, put out the light. No, they won't be home tonight. Don't fall apart, don't you know? Winds <coughs> of Thora blowing cold. Hey everybody, this is Mark Potterson. They're wearing steel, it's bright and true. Uh, steel is bright and true, man. ASMR. <laughs> That's a good one. Oh yeah, that's my favorite. Well, the pure atmosphere and vibe. That's easily my favorite Zeppelin song. Ever? Uh, not. Ever. I can't pick one. I can't pick one either. Hey so. man, <laughs> Philip in slow mo man. I, I like the song, man. But you know, I also like Zeppelin one, man. Dazed and confused, brother. Watching, uh, I can't argue with Philip on that. I was watching a clip of him, Mr. Anselmo. Yeah, playing the other as night. opposed to Mr. Anselmo with the uh, illegals. Yeah, was it quality? It was I'm good, but eh, I'm sensing a butt, but you know, we know he can't do cowboys and stuff like that anymore. No. He's not in that. His, I mean, no. you know, his balls have dropped down to at least his ankles. So no, there's no way he's not. But they not were doing. doing uh, what is it? Cemetery Gates? No, Mouth for War. Mouth for War? You yeah, can he, still pull that off, can uh, he? He was getting the crowd to sing the vast majority of that song. Well, and, you know. The, the, it might have been he's out of shape or hadn't, hadn't toured in a while and needs to get it built back up. But, I mean, it, I was watching it. And I it, think it was good. Range. And the crowd appreciated it. And the band was great. But, like, certain parts he would just. I think his range gets to the point. Well, think about it. <laughs> you know, your, range, your range gets to a point where you can't do that shit anymore, and you probably get to where you're like, "Oh God damn it, I fucking hate this." And you he's fifty-five fucking, do it. fucking years old. Yeah, and, you know, but. I mean, James does the same thing. It's like, okay, you know what? Y'all fucking do it, man. Y'all sing it, right? You know, y'all have more energy. You have more. I mean, he still looked great. The band was doing great. It just seemed like he was out of breath. But artistically, or, you know, think about it. If yeah. they've been doing this song for 20, 30, 100 years. I didn't years, mean to take I us mean, on, a, on a left no, turn there. Sorry. Let's, uh, we, we're, what, two hours into? Uh, I think we're only 38 hours in. So relax. <laughs> just get you some more relaxers, and we'll be, we'll be good. We'll be good. We'll be all right. All right. So what haven't we touched on yet? I think we've hit them all. Have mm-hmm. we? Uh, did we hit... I mean, presence we touched on, yeah. graffiti we touched on. Yeah. What well, what's like a good essential deep cut that we haven't included yet that we should include? Ooh, Coda. We haven't touched on Coda. That was nineteen eighty two. John Bonham was two years dead when that album came out. <laughs> yeah, but it was still like other shit. It was though. a record company cashing in is what that was. Okay, Russell, of, of the shit we've played so far, ooh, Braun Yar is actually, even though that's a... That's a deep one, isn't it? And the light's a good one. Yeah, well, Braun Yar is just the acoustic by itself. That's right. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's a good one. That you can't go on. See, even custard pie. Custard pie has that sleazy groove, though. Yeah, there's so much. There's, there's I think much. we're gonna have to do a volume two. Volume two is up yeah, one. Maybe deep cuts. What what shall we leave on? Immigrant song. If we're gonna go Led Zeppelin metal, a good one. if we're that, gonna go Led Zeppelin into metal, this is an immigrant song. Well, before we leave, Billiam, are we only twenty nine and a half hours in, or are we like thirty eight? Not even. Or not even. <laughs> like what? Forty minutes, maybe. Not even. Hour and twenty eight thousand minutes. Not even. Fucking, I'm a genius, man. <laughs> I'll just keep saying numbers and just like you know, you can just tell me, are we eighty eighty eight and a half hour thousand hours in? Not even. That's what I thought. Okay. <laughs> thumbs down. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Reddit must be exhausting. That's metal. I want that drummer in my band yesterday. Indeed, I would concur. Okay, I never realized they had a turmoil in the guitar. Yes. Headphones. Twist and shout. It's a Beatles reference. Sounds like he's got three vocal tracks. Yeah. Probably. I feel like his hair sung back up vocals and part of that. Probably. Dude had good hair. It's so funny. <laughs> I never realized that either. The pop, 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 pop. Yeah. On the guitar. Oh, the yeah. tremolo. The tremolo. Thing? Yeah, you can't hear that. Bam, bam. Use yeah. those headphones, you got the headphones, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, that adds an element to it that I never realized. That's cool. Uh, reminds me of Pulp Fiction. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's it, that, that. <laughs> that was a good soundtrack. Wait, was this in the Pulp Fiction soundtrack? No. Soundtrack. No. Pay attention. All right. If you haven't seen Thor Ragnarok, it just sounds like you're making up words, dude. I don't even think those are real words. Thor Ragnarok. It is the best. Marvel universe, universe movie, in my humble opinion, besides Guardians of the Galaxy, was really good. Oh, the raccoon dude. Thor Ragnarok was uh, written and directed by Taika Waititi, which I think is one of the funniest few fucking human beings in the world. I don't know if y'all are familiar. I'm not. So uh, I've heard the familiar. name. Oh, God, what has he done? Uh, Jojo Rabbit. Have y'all seen Jojo Rabbit? No. Watch Jojo Rabbit. It's fucking amazing. Um, what We Do in the Shadows, the vampire thing. A jerk off in the shadows. Oh, God That's what I do. Yeah, this guy's so fucking funny. I do. Anyway, he made Thor Ragnarok, but the the beginning scene. I don't want people to see me. That's why I do it in the shadows. Is him, okay. him fighting uh, this huge fire me. demon. I do it with in the light. The immigrant song is the soundtrack, and it's pretty awesome. Okay, so. I thought about something. We gotta we gotta cover, and we gotta include in the closing. Not to not to preempt the prior closing. Right. You can't talk about stoner metal. You can't talk about metal. You can't talk about any metal without dazed and confused. Uh, well, that would be a good closer. That'd be a good closer. We could just like fade out on that. All 20 fucking Should we just it, because of the name of it? No, what? because it's fucking heavy as balls. Should we say our goodbyes now and let this be the fade yes, out? Yes, yes. Okay. Thank you all for joining us. Y'all know that Black Sabbath is the origination of actual heavy metal, but you know what? Led Zeppelin, 
They're in there. They were their blonde-headed uh, twin. They were the blonde-headed cock rock yeah. anti-twin. Yeah. yeah, they were the anti-metal twin, but we got to leave you with this. This is Days Confused. This is metal as fuck. This is metal nerdery. Thank you all for joining us. Go buy some Led Zeppelin. Give them some love. And, and if we haven't told you. And thank you. We fucking love you people. We all love you people. Amen. And hail. Wait, what? What? Hail to all of you. Oh, yes, hail. We do love them. Days are confused. I love the helmet. Yeah. I love the helmet more than I love you people. Thank you. And the scrotum. You are number six. I love six, six, six. helmets and six <laughs> scrotums. More than six people. Not even. Bill's blowing out the lines. <laughs> Here it comes. Days are confused. <laughs> On Rock N-E-R-D. Hey, this is Mark Potterson. You're listening to Mel Nerdery, uh, Stoner ASMR, I think. Uh, I like to use an Indica song. Hey, you're killing the song, man. Sorry, man. Mark, are you going to let the fucking song play or what, bro? Mark's just high, bro. Just let it keep going. <laughs> Thank you. Lots of people talking, few of them know. something that's got like a bigger hole i love three even your three is solid it sounds bigger than it is but front to back it's just the fullness that's hard see i love that one This is Gazer, the butler. You're <laughs> listening to Metal Nerdery. Go buy their shit at metalnerdery.com slash merch. I've got to go get merely some more pasta sauce. Mm. You can also go to metalnerdery.com slash episodes, a podcast, or whatever the fuck it's called today. Right. 
But now I gotta go write some songs and resurrect John, Paul, George, and Ringo. Anyway. I think it's the nuts in my mouth that made me forget. Fuck off. Uh. 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 Mm.